Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And let's get it going. I'm just trying to be alright with it, yeah. I'm just trying to be alright with it, yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it, yeah. I just want to be alright with it, yeah. That was a good one tonight. I was pretty pleased with that, although it was, it was, it got wild at times, but this is what you expect. Game two, the, the Raptors bounce back. They, they put up a decent fight, but it doesn't matter in the end. And, and with, still without Gordon Hayward, right? Yeah, the Gordon Hayward uh, lovers who said that the Celtics were done when he got hurt, they must they must be sick right now. But I think it just says a lot about this team. And again, I'm, I'm, I'll get off the Gordon Hayward thing. Like what I think what's refreshing is that last year this and um, if you want to talk about that tweet you shared, what Brad Stevens said. Yeah, about Brad team. Stevens talking to Sean Grandy before the game, and he's talking about their um, their their. No team is going to – no, they're not going to beat themselves this year, essentially. A team has to beat them because they are they are together now. Yeah, and, and I think that says a lot. And you, you can just see it. Like, Toronto went on that run, and I think last year that's, it, the game would have been over, right? You know, oh, Toronto, this is Toronto's game. They're bouncing back. You know, they went on that little run, a bucket, a bunch of threes. But, I mean, they, they fought back, and they, and they grind, and they battle. And even when they're not playing at their best, they find they find a way to be in the game, and I and I think that's refreshing. I can watch a team like, you know, they they were they were bad through some stretches tonight, but mm-hmm. you know I can respect a team that that fights and claws, and that, and that's what they did. And you know they had you know unsung hero Marcus Smart pulling them mm-hmm. back in the game, hitting five threes. So I mean, well, yeah, that's a big that's another big big another big night for you. Back to back big nights. Marcus Smart coming with five threes when they needed him to. Yeah, I mean. And and and, I, and I, again, he continues to do stuff on the defensive end that just you know is is just amazing to me because he just he makes play after play. I mean, he almost made that awesome play stealing it from um, uh, who took it on that last drive. Um, oh, was that uh, was that uh, Siakam? Yeah, Siakam. I couldn't remember who drove it. Siakam that was a close one, but that was the right call. But that was that was that would have been a, another incredible play. Strips yeah, him. He just let it extend stage. instead of trying to get it down so quickly. He would have had it. Yeah, it was, but that, that's what I'm saying. So it's refreshing to watch a team that is to you can tell they're together and they fight together and they battle together. And then again, man, like a guy like Kemba, what I love about him, he had a really bad game, but hey, when it matters, he's balls, mm-hmm. man. He's balls. Yes. Comes up with the big three. Comes up with the the uh, the step the the, the Kemba step back, freaking fake Siakam out of his shorts. But yeah, you know, Matt, you're right. The the and that's something I kind of overlooked in, in the course of all this. But it's such a good point. This team, where Brad Stevens was talking about that before the game, and we all look at it and it's like, well, this is a shot at Kyrie Irving. But he, you know, Sean Graney, I think, followed up with another tweet saying, you know, I don't think Brad's saying it like that. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. I don't know. But when you look at what that team was last year and now, this team looks much more personality-wise. It feels much more like the Isaiah Thomas teams. The big difference is 
there's more talent across the board. Marcus Smart's more developed, and obviously the two guys, or the three guys at the top, are far better. And if you have Gordon Hayward too, you know, game over. The big thing for me, where we talked about, you, you know, I know you said the other day, Marcus Smart. You know, you don't want to get too excited after one game. Obviously, he goes and has a big, uh, you know, fourth quarter performance of those five threes. But the other one is Time Lord. Obviously, he it was more the second quarter than anything else. But where you talk about how there were sloppy moments and everything, it seemed like for the most part, you know, they had their lulls that, as a team. But when, when a bunch of guys would kind of slow down or whatever, somebody else always managed to step up, whether it was on the defensive end or the offensive end. Obviously, Tatum went off tonight. But – Time Lord coming in and getting you five, you're going five for five from, from the floor in the second quarter like that, boom, out of the gates and however many rebounds he had. I know he didn't do much outside of that afterwards on the offensive end, but shit. I mean, if you just 10 points from Robert Williams in a game, yeah, period. That's a plus. That's Huge. A, that's a plus. No, he, he's been playing really well. I, and, and I think Brad said at, at the end of the, um, was the end of the first half or at, at the end of one of the quarters, he said Robert Williams saved them. In the first half, because of of his play, yeah, I mean, he's definitely he's a weapon, man. He he he's a Ronald Remy's explosive, um, and like you know, he's been blocking shots on the defensive end. But I don't know. I, I was just really impressed with uh, just their poise, and and I think that that's what. And I, I agree with you. I don't think Brad's talking solely about Kyrie. He's just he's just I just think because he's not petty like that. I think he's just being like honest. Like this team, you could just watch it. Last year, and that and that run Toronto had, the game would have been over. The game Absolutely. Would have been over. Absolutely. It would have shut down. They would have given up. There's no point in fighting back. We have no chance anyways, whatever. Blah, and, I blah, would have, blah. and I would have turned off the game. But I, I, I didn't think the game was over. I was nope. thinking in my head, like, hey, Toronto's probably going to bounce back and win today's game because, you know, I think they're a good team. But, I, I mean, after watching these two games, obviously the Boston Celtics are a better team right now. I mean, the way they're just playing, even when they're not playing at their best. Well, a big um, part of that is Pascal Siakam too. He has really he, he yeah, was would, good in the first half, but I think it's he, more. I think it's more like I told you. Like I thought the X factors were Powell and uh, Van Fleet, and they both have not played well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Fred finished eight for twenty-two from the floor tonight. Three for twelve had nineteen points. Uh, three for twelve from deep, nineteen points. But that kind of efficiency, especially from deep, is is not going to cut it. But Siakam six for sixteen. One for four from three, and obviously he has that that uh, that brutal turnover late in the game where he steps out of bounds. That kind of and Marcus Smart made that really nice play where he was driving too. As much as Smart didn't end up getting the ball and it worked out for the Raptors where they got it back, he's just he's not executing yeah. late. I mean, he's just not. You can just see he's not like he's not skilled like Tatum and, and other guys like other guys at his position. Like he he's definitely raw. He's athletic, and I think they're just doing a really good job in the half court. Jalen Brown, give him a lot of credit. Like he's playing really good defense on Siakam, but um, mm-hmm. and playing physical with him. But yeah, I mean, obviously he's their best player, best scorer, and he's really struggling. So um, yeah, I, I think that's obviously an advantage to the Celtics. But again, I, I I just think the Celtics are just playing better, better team basketball, and, and Toronto doesn't beat you because they have like a you know a stud like Siakam all year wasn't like a. A stud. He, he's a good player on a good team, and they're just not. They're getting outmatched right now by a better team. I think. You know what number I liked at the end of the night too? A big goose egg next to a seven for Kyle Lowry from three point range. Dude didn't. Dude, dude didn't. He hit shit. he drives me like I can't. I, oh I, my god, such I a diva. You're gonna go after your boy Wanamaker. Dude, I had a reactionary tweet because I was just like, I just can't respect it. I never have. I just can't respect his game. He flops. He complains too much. 
Like the one they call Tice. Tice gets the worst whistle. The one where he oh my it. god, that was not a foul at all. No way no, in hell. He just fell on the ground. Like it's just I don't know. I, the NBA just drives me nuts. That's why I honestly thought like when they gave Tatum that tech, I was mad because, um, I mean he reacted, but like I've seen so many guys react like that in the league. If that was LeBron James, you think they would have gave him a tech? No, they wouldn't. Have. No, just... but and the other thing is too, man. If that ref's on the other side of the floor, and that's what this guy probably should ask himself, if he's on the other side of the no, floor, is he giving a Tatum, Tatum no. tech? No, because he's not going to hear whatever the hell he said. I don't even no think he shot, said no. anything. But it's it, like the point of the game. At that point of the game, you can't like that's just giving Toronto a, a, a point. Like that, that's not right. And then like the other one, I didn't understand too. That's when I was like, all right, something's up. And it was again. They they reverse it to the right call, but I don't understand how it was a fu- you know the f- Marcus Smart when he flopped mm-hmm. when when Siakam like you yeah. know was cut. how was that a foul? On yeah, Smart? the fast break. Yeah, they should have just reviewed it and said, all right, the basket counts. Celtics ball. I don't know. I don't know how that one works at all. Was, but you know, the, the, with the Tatum stuff, I know Celtics fans especially they don't like they see Tatum complaining and say, all right, come on, stop. And, and yes. obviously, when you get a tech, it's it's brutal and it's frustrating. But we've talked about this before, and I am not a guy who likes guys complaining a shit ton. However, I mean, Lowry pisses us off all the time. We've seen it with – I mean, Lowry gets to the free throw line a lot. And then we look at Tatum's line tonight, 14 trips to the free throw line, 14 attempts. That's huge. That's a big – and he made all of them too. Obviously, he needed, needed every single one of them by the end of it. Yeah. I think that his his complaining, as much as he's, he's executing and, and becoming a better player – and, you know, obviously being an all-star now and everything, I think his complaining has paid off a little bit, especially over the course of this year. And we see it really come to a head, especially tonight. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue with I, – I, I just – I mean, Kobe I used to complain all the time too. You know that. Yeah, but that – Oh, boy, it's different. No, but I'm saying I guess when – like I feel like the Tatum stuff's annoying in the sense mm-hmm. of like – I feel like if you're established in the league, you have more of – there's like a pecking order. True. I mean, True. again, I, I can't remember off the back of my hand, like, when Kobe was Tatum's age, did he complain like this? I don't know. I have no idea. I would assume probably not. The league was also a lot different. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. That's why I say I'm not going to argue with you. I don't like it. I'm not even like when Kobe. I don't like it. But I, I understand it. It's frustrating. These NBA officials suck. Like, I think they all They're suck. They're bad. The, the way they call the game. But, I mean, it's it, again, it's the way the rules are. So, I just – I personally don't like it. I can see why they're annoying. I am I guess in that moment, Tatum's just going to be smarter, right? You're up. Mm-hmm. And it was and it was a good call. It was an offensive foul. Absolutely. But I just think it's BS because I just honestly – you put anybody else in that situation like yeah. a star. He I When I watched it, he didn't say anything. He just mm-hmm. he just reacted. And come on, at that yeah. point in the game, that doesn't – I don't think that results in a technical foul. It's got to be pretty bad in, in, in la- that late in the game if you're going to give him a tech like that. When yes. I when I saw them go, go with the tech and then you see the replay again where it's like, wait, wait a minute, how the hell is he – I'm, I'm instantly thinking, are they trying to give the Raptors this game? Are they trying to give him like a, uh, a legitimate a chance? Shot. Yeah. Give him a shot, yeah. man. I, but they, I mean, I they, the Raptors did enough. They, they, earned, they earned a shot. I mean, they uh, – yeah, I think Toronto's in a lot of danger right now because my my thinking was they were only up two at half and the Celtics really played awful. Kemba was like 0 for 6. Yep. And um, he did not have his best game. That's as smart as you. Look, but that's what I'm saying. You look at the scoreboard, you're down two. It's like, yikes. I mean, if you're Toronto, you can't be that confident right now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because because that's the thing with the Celtics. Somebody is bound to get hot. Tatum has been has been rock steady throughout all this, and Kemba up until tonight he's been rock steady too. Yeah, but he's, he's he still came up he still came up big. Um, big one later matters, on, baby. Yeah, and 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 Jalen Brown, I don't think I think he's kind of slowed down a little bit throughout the courses. I mean, when we look at his numbers tonight, where did he finish? Sixteen points, so fourth in yeah. scoring on the team, three for eight from deep. Obviously, he had that last one, which was which was a pretty ugly shot. Um, so he would have been three for seven prior to that, which isn't that bad. And then five for thirteen from the floor overall. So so not a great night from him, but I feel like he's never like his bottoming out has been kind of controlled. You know what I mean? He hasn't gone too far no. one way, but he hasn't been what he was, you know, in the seeding play and kind of last round. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I think they've all been pretty steady. This is probably the worst game, you know, Kemba had. So, I yeah. mean, if Toronto would have won that, that's what I would have looked at been like, hey, well, one of your big three scores had a really off night. So, yep. um, but hey, to win this game, I, like I said, I think it says a lot about the team. Um, and their fight and their grit, and and that's fun to watch. And I can, and I, I like getting behind a team like that, you know. Yeah, you you have that grit, but then you have that one guy who Tatum, who I mean, goes eight for seventeen from the floor, obviously thirty four points, four from fourteen from the line, six assists, eight boards, four for seven from deep. When you have that, and then you have like you said, the spark we've said before, the spark from Robert Williams. That's honestly though the this right now what the Celtics are doing against the Raptors without Gordon Hayward shows. Brad Stevens value. It proves that he has created that environment. And you have a guy like Marcus Smart where not to the same level with Brady, of course, with Belichick, but where you had a guy who was an important player who'd been around for a long time. And obviously Brady had a ton of success who buys into all that stuff and it fits with, with his MO and then other guys buy in around him. I think with smart, you kind of get that same thing as much as he does a lot of dumbass shit. He, he, he works like a dog. We, there's no debating that. So I think we're starting to see now this team, where they had that confidence a couple of years ago where they got farther than they should have without Kyrie and Hayward. Now they have experience. Now they kind of have that, that mentality, that right mentality where they don't think their shit doesn't stink and you have better players. More yeah, talented I mean, you, guys. you have to me right now, like if we redraft, I mean, Siakam, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to put him down. Cause I, I, like when we first started this thing, I said, he, I thought he was the second best player in the, in the, um, yep. but right now, if you're just going off results, the, the best three players are on the Celtics. Yep. I mean, the top three, you know, the way Absolutely. they're playing. So um, I think game three is crucial. I, game three to me is always a swing game in the sense of you're either stepping on their throat or you're letting them get it back in the series. That's that's why I see game three, you know. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you, I mean, right now going into this where the Celtics weren't at their best and on the whole, I mean, when you look, like, should we talk about Kemba and then and, and Brown was good, but um, he didn't go and shoot the lights out. Daniel Tice did next to nothing on the offensive end. He was one for five as one, one uh, basket was a three pointer. I know Robert Williams did well, but do you feel, I, I feel pretty good. I, I don't want to say that a sweep's going to happen. I think no, that's still a no. reach, but I could see the yeah. Celtics going up three Oh, very, very much. So uh, on Thursday, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think this is a big swing game. 3-0, you go down 3-0, you're, you're, it's pretty much over. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to count Toronto out. I think they're a good team. So, uh, and I know they definitely haven't played up to the level that they've been playing at. So, like I guess I think game three is very interesting. I, I, I honestly can't wait to see what happens. I, I mean, yeah, this has been a good no matter series. what happens, it's been a good, it's an evenly matched series. I think game one, wasn't I think this is more of what the series will be continued like close down to the wire. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I'm really, I mean, this has been a tight one. And then we got the start to the the Heat Buck series. And obviously, you look good out the gates, right? Yeah. Everybody's going after Giannis throughout all this, too. I honestly, like, I, I don't, I, the, the Heat are a tough team, and they, they can, they definitely have weapons and, and that mentality that we're talking about the Celtics have. But I don't necessarily look at either team right now in that series. And if I'm the Raptors or the Celtics, I know you can't look that far ahead. But I'm not necessarily shitting my pants at looking at the Bucks or the Rat or the or the Heat. I think it's just going to be another good uh, series. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I told you, I've, I've thought from the beginning, um, the Bucks are, are overrated. I, I just, I don't love, I don't love them. Um, the mm-hmm. Heat, I, I thoroughly enjoy watching. I think the Heat are really, really good. Yeah. So, so you, but are you afraid? Are you like when no, you look at either of those no, teams? No, no, I'm not afraid of them. Um, especially if you know the way the Celtics are playing. I'm just saying. The Heat would be – I think the Heat would be a tougher matchup than the Bucks, and that might not be uh, right now. It opinion. Looks like that. I just think the Heat have a lot of really good weapons. Right now, it really looks like that. It, it honestly does. And, the way that, and, and if the Celtics have, have Robert Williams where he's playing like he is, that's going to help in, in a few ways too for them because you need, that, you need that guy who can be a versatile defender for a little bit off the bench and give Tice a break. I mean, and, and Robert Williams is logging 18 minutes. And Grant Williams too. Look, Robert Williams is, is the big surprise right now, but Grant Williams, Grant Williams has, has been very solid. Yep, where we were worried about him during the seating play, basically what it's looked like so far is he just needed to get his legs underneath him. He's a rookie, understandable. That kind of shit happens. And now he's getting major minutes. So the one who – Shemi somehow still likes 10 minutes tonight. That one surprises me. Um, it's just, then, they, just, they just need a body out there. This may, I'm, this might be your favorite stat of the night. For all the success that Marcus Smart had, Brad Wanamaker, only nine minutes tonight. How do you yeah, feel about I, that? I thought that, was, I thought that was odd. Yeah. Why do you only play nine minutes? I mean, I'm just saying it's odd because he's been playing more than that. I know that. Mm-hmm. Well, so I mean, when, when all your guys are logging, you know, I mean, Tatum played 42 minutes. And if you have yeah. Kemba and you have Smart playing 38 and 39 minutes respectively, that doesn't necessarily mean they're on the floor yeah. the entire time. So you just mix that up. Yeah, I, ju- I just I, I don't know. I was weird. I mean, believe me, I'm not. I've never been a huge Wanamaker guy, but I I'll give him props where it's due. He's he's been solid this playoffs. So mm-hmm. I think well, I think it's just about managing the matchups and him him knowing his him kind of. Uh, it just seems like he's not trying to do quite as much as he has yeah. in the past. Like he's kind of sticking to his role a little bit and the shots that he's taking are shots that he's got to take. He, that he's, he's in the right spot, right? Yep. Yep. And he has a decent chance of making them. Um, so yeah. All right. So game three coming up on Thursday. So the live stream should be right around uh, nine. Cause I think tip off is six thirty, So nine, maybe a little bit after that. But if you guys are subscribed to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, you will get that um, the audio version as soon as it comes up. And if you're following us on Twitter, you'll see it right. You'll get notified right away. I think if uh, the second we go live, anything else before we get going, Matt, who you, who you got jazz nuggets game seven. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with the jazz. I'm going go jazz. I'm going jazz too. I wanted yeah. us to be different, but I, I they were they were our team early in the year. We, we questioned them coming to the bubble. This has been an outstanding series. I'm just Can't I'm just I'm that. just gonna assume that. Well, I guess you could say the same about Donovan Mitchell because he's averaging 38. But I you <sighs> just gotta assume Jamal Murray has like one like off game. I mean, the dude's been unbelievable. I mean, he, you would he's, think. Oh, and who else you got for Game Seven? Another. Game but seven. but you know, for for all the criticism that we've given. 
Donovan Mitchell too, because after Team USA stuff, I had my, I I was down on him big time, and then from there it's just like in a slow descent with that Jazz team. And you know we had we had George right, you had George Niang on the show during the hiatus, and yeah. it, and people were asking questions about well how's that team look, how's that te- how, how are you guys going to respond? You know the tension between Donovan and Rudy. I think right now you see what's going on. What George was saying, I didn't doubt him beforehand, but now anybody who doubted him, it's like well, it seems like they're fine. They got no issues. So who do you got, since we're not going to be able to talk about, who do you got for tomorrow's Game 7 as well? OKC, Chris Paul. I mean, I mean, I got to. I'm praying. Yeah. Thunder. I'm praying to the good heavens. You have to. How? So did you? Is your new screensaver uh, Chris Paul staring down James, Dude, uh, James that, like that? That was so petty. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> I, you know, it was incredible. You, you you do anything like that to James Harden? I'm I'm gonna yeah, love you. I Chris Paul just. It would have only been better. I mean, if it was like they were about to win the series and you did that, that would have been awesome. But mm-hmm. they got to finish it off. But I'm gonna pick the Thunder. But my my brain tells me the NBA wants James Harden in the next round against LeBron. So yes, yes, that. But I mean, if, yeah, you're right. You're right. The that's what the NBA wants. But I'm hoping that the NBA is not going to get that. So uh, going Jazz, and I'm going th- not just with my heart, with my brain. I'm going with the Thunder. Let's go. I like it. All right. Yeah. Sounds All right. Good. So we will talk to you live on Thursday, and audio will be right up after that. What it do, baby? Yeah, yo, what do you know? I'm just trying to be alright with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be alright with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be alright with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.